Welcome to Mindful Meditation. I am Brandon Beliso, and welcome. Our intentions are really important, so if you're coming aboard, you're welcome to share them. I'm going to take the ones that are here with me now. My intention is trying to unwind while my day is still pushing me. I think meditation is powerful for that reason alone. It helps us de-stress, decompress, slow down. You ever play this game when you were a kid? Where you would just let your body go limp, right? And it doesn't weigh any more than it normally does, but you just go limp and it's the hardest thing to move you, right? Or to carry you or to lift you up. So why do you think that is? Well, because when someone's trying to push you, if you don't push back and if you just go limp, then all of a sudden you're heavier, you feel heavier and it's harder to push you. I, I hope you see that image because it's really kind of cool. I know we've all done that, whether when we were a kid or, or, or at another time. So think about that, right? You just let everything go. So if you're trying to unwind while life is still pushing you, the day is still pushing you, the key to unwinding is don't push back, don't tense up, don't fight it. Just simply let it go, right? Just let it go. And, and we'll do that. That's probably one of the most central focus and value of meditation. And then basically being present accomplishes the same for me, right? I agree. If I can learn to fully be present, it helps me balance and de-stressed and unwind. So that is our focus and, and I'll happily embrace that. Let's unwind together. Let's decompress together. Let's find that place of calm and balance and peace and serenity. All those things that I know for a fact meditation can offer us if we are mindful, if we are mindful of our intention and we cultivate it through the three levels, create our aura, ground ourselves and cultivate gratitude, right? So we wanna cup our hands, knuckles on top of knuckles, right? And then we're gonna go palms up. So our hands form like a bowl and they sit three inches below our belly button. The sides of our palms pressing against what we call our chi or our key, our key. And there's where we gather our energy at your personal power, we ignite. We illuminate, we oscillate, we cultivate, we manifest. It's so powerful. So visualize your chi, your personal power. Please close your eyes, look up into your eyelids in the middle image above. And with your eyes closed, I want you to look up into your eyelids in the middle image above. And this is your third eye. This is your intuition, that gut instinct, that one thing where you know, like when you're walking down the street and you feel someone behind you and you look and they're there, or you, you answer your phone and you say, I was just thinking about me. We all have intuition but because it's not tangible. Like I can touch a piece of wood and say, this is wood. Many times people ignore their intuition as if it's of no value, if it's not real like a piece of wood when truly I'm going to encourage you that your intuition is powerful. It is real. So look at that place between your eyes and inch above onto your forehead, often symbolized in Hindu cultures with the red dot. And 
the sides of your palms against your chi, three inches below your belly button, looking up into your intuition. I want you to give your breath a color. See that breath come into your nose, go down your throat, into your chest. Don't let it stop there, swallow it, push it down into the cup or the palms of your hands. And like a ball of energy, let it spiral and spiral and spiral, getting faster and faster and bigger and bigger. And when you can't hold your breath anymore, I want you to exhale through your eyelids and the crown of your head. Visualize the color of your breath overflowing like water in a fountain, cascading downward. Let it encapsulate your whole body, creating a layer of your aura. And I love my aura. I cultivate it. It's as much within it as it is without. It lets in love and light and positivity and prosperity and abundance. It attracts healthy relationships and wealth, keeps me out of harm's way. It's got my back. So I really love investing into my aura through meditation. So visualize your aura through the color of your breath and see it illuminate all around you. Be mindful of your breath. it illuminates outward into the world attracting positivity and love and kindness and empathy it also the yin to the yang is your aura is projecting inward curing any fears insecurities doubts ego the aura heals all of that so it's a yin yang as much as it goes outward your aura projects inward and i say this all the time i'm my own best friend i'm my own worst enemy in cultivating an of health will help eliminate some of that dark energy within you.
emotionally from the aura just emanating out all around you. You know, and I know, like I share all the time, know that that aura is going to protect you. But it's also going to let in good people and positivity and love. And that's what I find so powerful. But aura work is something only you can do. And I truly believe that. And you, they've proven it through photographs. You can see the aura emanating. You can see the moon and see the aura of the moon just radiating outward. I've seen it in so many things in the world that you can't deny an aura exists. It's that unique energy that you put out into the universe. And it's so powerful. Let's ground ourselves. Zoom into our second level. Elongate that spine, sit up tall, the bottoms of your feet pressing into the floor as if they're going into the air. The crown of your head reaching into the space. From your tailbone, please visualize the roots of a tree. Going down the ear. They can spread outward, they can wrap around the core. The goal is to ground yourself like an anchor. A small ship in the storm, we anchor to steady the boat. What's going on? On top of that anchor, hold steadfast. Same thing here. Would you feel the roots grounding yourself to the earth? The earth is powerful. It's wise. There's no doubt. The earth does what it does. Winter doesn't question being winter. It simply is, and it happens when it does. Birds fly south every winter. Salmon swim a creek every spring and lay eggs and die. They don't question their existence or purpose. They simply execute. And the earth is powerful. You don't have to ask the tree to grow. You don't have to question the tree. Why does it grow? It simply grows. And that's the power. There's no doubt. There's no hesitation. There's no second guessing. And if we can get in sync and in tune with the earth, we're going to find this natural rhythm. You ever have those days where you just flow? Man, everything works right. Boom, you don't get traffic. Parking spot. Everything just flows. That's an example. There's no hesitation, there's no doubt, it's just simply executing through being. So really get in tune with the earth around yourself. It's going deep into the earth. They start out as a thought, and you bring it down your branches. What's most important is what we do with that thought, what we do with that intention. So the first stop is in your intuition, because you know what you need versus what you want. And sometimes it takes some work. 
I might have a want, and that want becomes a need. But I say that passionately, I need water or I will die. I want a chocolate chip cookie. And so know the difference. And your intuition will tell you that. So whatever your intention is, whatever it is you think you want or need, let it sit in your intuition. Right there in your intuition. Because nobody can tell you what you need. Only you can. So trust your intuition. Is it a want? Or is it truly a need? It is a need, the yin to the yang. It is a need to decompress. It is a need to de-stress and unwind. So that's a no-brainer. Then, of course, I bring it into my heart, right? Oh, that's easy. I, I'm filled with passion at relaxing and unwinding and balancing myself. That's an easy one. And then it sits in the palms of my hand, in my chi, because through my breath, and igniting it in my chi, that's the fuel, that's the inertia, that's what inspire you to take action. such a healing part of meditation mm, because when I feel grounded I feel more centered when I'm in tune with my intentions knowing the difference between a want and a need it offers me clarity mm, I'm moving into our third level of meditation let's create gratitude gratitude is for me one of the highest forms of love I'm grateful for my breath I'm grateful that you choose to share time with me. I'm grateful that together we are meditating. I'm grateful for the rain. I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for food. I'm grateful when I'm hungry because I know that I have a resource to get food, to feed that hunger. I'm grateful that my right knee hurts because I still have a leg. You create your gratitude. So as you breathe in, in your mind, you say mindfully, I am breathing. And as you breathe out, mindfully say, I am grateful.
believe one of the most powerful conditions of being grateful is that we recognize the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. I can change relationships. I can change jobs. I can change locations where I'm at, but ultimately whatever challenges exist within me, they go with me everywhere. And so we think the solution is a new relationship. Oh, then it's just a different set of circumstances and challenges, right? Oh, I'm going to get a different job. And that job presents a different set of circumstances and challenges. So I find for myself, what I am most grateful for are the people, places, and things that I'll put my energy, focus, and effort into. I spend my time in mindful meditation with you because I'm grateful to share this. I'm grateful to create balance with you. I'm grateful to support you. So I choose to do this willfully with an open heart. about gratitude as well is that it helps me get beyond my own fears. I don't scrutinize, I don't criticize, I don't belittle, I don't break down people because I'm too busy finding gratitude in who they are and what we have versus what we don't have. Same thing with work. I focus on the good and the, what I do have. Always using Cal. If I can change a situation, I will. If I can accept it, I will. And if I need to let it go, I will. But I will always do so with gratitude. So visualize yourself sitting there with your beautiful aura, reading out into the world and make no mistake, you are beautiful. Feel grounded to the earth as you dance in the heavens with your dreams and your intentions, bringing them down. And then of course, illuminating from your chest is this heart filled with gratitude, so much gratitude. And as I share many, many times, I can't compartmentalize. I need to be grateful for everything. Gratitude is not conditional, folks. I am grateful for the biggest challenges in my life. I'm grateful for the hardships. I'm grateful for my personal suffering. And I'm grateful for ice cream. And I'm grateful for a sunny day. And I'm grateful for a cup of tea. I'm grateful for my family. Gratitude is all inclusive because I want to consistently be grateful to cultivate that skill set of gratitude, that mindset of gratitude. I don't want to be running from being ungrateful to grateful, ungrateful to grateful. So focus on being truly grateful in every shape, way, and form in your life.
And this is the place we can be all the time. You can be grounded within the safety of your aura with a heart filled with gratitude. And it's from this place that you can unwind. It's from this place you can be present. And it is from this place that we live our best lives, that we're the best versions of ourselves. And I truly believe with enough practice, with one single breath, you could go from being unbalanced to boom, grounded. Know this place. You created this space, this balance, this calm, this serenity. Through your participation, through your practice, the peace you feel is yours. The calm you feel is yours. I'm simply a guide. I'm a sage on the side. So with a deep sense of humility, take ownership of this process. Take ownership to practice it daily. Take ownership to be committed to being in this present moment, to embrace the peace you feel right now. and a social media post of look at this car I got or you know real love is quiet real love is this knowingness like the best kept secret where you kind of go ooh I've got love I'm in love and it begins with ourselves to be in love with oneself is probably the most courageous act in the world. Because true love is unconditional, right? You gotta love every part of yourself, the parts you like and the parts you don't like. Because if you don't like a certain part, you can't change it unless you love it. love your inability to be present if you're going to heal that and work on it and invest in it until you are present if your challenge is i have difficulties unwinding because life's always pushing me it's it's challenging huh? you can't change that mindset unless you love it because love heals all love conquers all shame guilt rejection all it teaches us is insecurity doubt lack of self-worth. It takes great courage to look in the mirror and go, you know what, I love my nose. Because if we trust the process, 
You're perfect. Or as I say, I like to be perfect in my imperfections. Hmm. And for that, I can be present. when you hear a runner say to you, you know, I just got my second wind. When you're ready, open your eyes and share, share in the comments. And that's, that's super important. I think one of the vital functions of meditation that are super powerful is our breath and to be mindful of your breath, to cultivate your breath, to understand your breath, to embrace your breath is powerful we're on a more romantic side uh, they take my breath away right our breath is, is so I mean scientifically right if you don't breathe you die so I mean but beyond that there's so much more metaphysical and more spiritual side of breathing that we discount because we just breathe automatically all the time the only time it becomes an issue is when we, we stop breathing right underwater something of that nature so your breath, if we appreciate it and are mindful and, 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 and understanding its power and its value and the gift of life that our breath brings us, then to practice mindfully our breathing, which we do through meditation, offers us such a unique, unique opportunity. Cool. 
any other thoughts. Super relaxing and amazing. I could have stayed there. And, and you know, I've heard that said a lot, right? Man, I could have stayed here a long time, right? Right? It's because you are in the present moment and the present moment is timeless. It's not one minute long. It's not an hour long. It's not 10 seconds ago. It simply is. It is. Um, prior to this, I, I was in the backyard shooting basketball with my son. And he goes, oh, I made six free throws in a row. I said, no, you didn't. He goes, what do you mean? He said, the only shot you need to make is this one. So the only breath you need to take is this one. And all of a sudden, it wasn't like, oh man, the pressure. I made four in a row, I made five in a row. He simply took one shot. And that's called being present. For those of you in relationships, how many times have you kissed your significant other? Anybody? Put it in, in the comments. How many times have you kissed your significant other? Comment here, finding gratitude and challenges is hard. Yeah, but <clears throat> I truly understand through my most difficult challenges, I offer some of the highest learning to better myself. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Ah, multiple times a day? That's how many times you've kissed your significant other? <laughs> well, no, I, I, I think for me, if I'm in the present moment with, for in this case, my wife, I've only kissed my wife once. And if I recognize that in this moment, and if you would, your significant other nearby, kiss them as if this is the first time, the last time, and the only time. And every kiss will be the only kiss and the best kiss. Remember your first kiss? That moment when you lingered and you leaned in, but you didn't want to go all the way because you just wanted to savor the moment, right? Every kiss can be like that. Just like every breath can be like that. Every drink of water can be like that. Every challenge can be like that. If we choose to look at everything like a first kiss. The first kiss, the last kiss, and the only kiss. Use that metaphor for everything you do in life. So as I shared with my son, this is the first basket you'll ever shoot and the last basket you'll ever shoot. It is the one basket you will shoot. Mm -hmm. We're grateful for everything. Every kiss counts. That's right. If every kiss will count, if you're mindfully engaged and that one kiss is the only kiss, every kiss will count. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. there and live your best life.